to the ClearMed Connects series of podcasts. In this episode, we're going to look at things you need to know about ISC from a nurse and patient perspective. We'll be joined today by Kevin Hales, clinical nurse specialist, and Anne Cameron, who is herself an ISC user. So let's start with the basics, Kevin. Could you please tell us what is ISC and what does it actually mean? So yes, ISC or intermittent self-catheterization, although some people may refer to this as clean intermittent self-catheterization or CIC. This is a safe and effective method to empty the bladder using a single-use urinary catheter. If you're unable to empty your bladder properly, ISC can help in keeping your bladder and your kidneys functioning properly. Can you give us examples of when a bladder may not empty properly or why someone may need to self-catheterise? Yep, there are several reasons for needing to self-catheterise and quite often this is because of other issues with the body. So needing to perform ISC can be a small part of the bigger picture. Some of the conditions that may lead to you needing to self-catheterise may include multiple sclerosis or MS, stroke, diabetes, Fowler's syndrome or painful bladder or some other urogynecological conditions, some cancers, you can have urethral strictures in both males and females, pregnancy and some spinal cord injuries. And can you explain a little about the actual procedure? Yeah, so an ISC is when you would insert a tube or a catheter into your bladder via the urethra. This drains the urine via the catheter into the toilet. Some people may use a bowl or other receptacle. Some may use a urine drainage bag. Uh, But some people, they may need help with this procedure, so other people can be taught to help ISC with you. Can you explain how someone would decide on which catheter to use and what about the size of the catheter? So often this will be decided by the specialist nurses, uh, sometimes the urologist or the gynaecological teams. They'll guide you through the choice and the size of catheter used. When you're taught your ISC, you'll usually be offered a choice of either a hydrophilic, which is a water-coated, or a gel-coated catheter. It really is a case of what suits one person doesn't necessarily suit the next. It will normally be the smallest size possible and this will allow the bladder to empty with a good flow of urine. Catheter choice can also be dependent on your dexterity and mobility, ensuring that you're able to position yourself to best conduct the procedure. How often should someone self-catheterise? So frequency required to self-catheterise tends to be based on individual requirements and the amount of urine that may be retained throughout the day. Lifestyle will also be considered so that ISC becomes built into your daily routines. And what are the basics I need to know to self-catheterise? So it's really a good idea to familiarise yourself with your own anatomy. It can be a little bit more difficult for the ladies to locate the urethra than it is for men. A mirror may be of use to identify the urethral opening and sensation and touch can help too. A good standard of hand hygiene is required when performing your ISC and gloves are not generally needed for an individual who is performing the self-catheterisation. Another handy tip would be to ensure that you have all of your equipment prepared before starting the procedure. And what position should one get into? 
So positions may differ for, for many people. Males uh, quite often find it easier either standing in front of or sitting on the toilet. Ladies could be encouraged to find the most comfortable position that allows them to locate the urethra. And this could be sitting on the toilet, squatting, lying down, and for some it may be easier with one leg raised and resting on the toilet. I would say the best position is the one that you're most comfortable with. Are there any risks associated with self-catheterising? Yeah, the main concern for anyone carrying out ISC is the risk of developing a urinary tract infection or a UTI. Generally, this is because of poor hand hygiene or technique which leads to contamination of the catheter while inserting. Also, if the catheter isn't well lubricated, the urethra may suffer some trauma. How do I get hold of ISC catheters? And can I get these on prescription? So yes, your ISC catheters are usually prescribed initially by your specialist nurse, and then your GP can arrange for a repeat prescription. And these can be dispensed either by a home delivery service or via your local pharmacy. Thanks so much for that, Kevin. So now we're going to look at this from the patient's perspective, and we're joined by Anne, who is herself an ISC user. Hi, Anne. Thanks for joining us today. So your story is quite unusual. Can you give us some background into the circumstances that led you to undertake ISC and what made you make this decision? Thanks for inviting me. I initially started intermittent self-catheterisation while awaiting urostomy surgery. I had interstitial cystitis and was having great difficulty at times passing urine due to bladder spasms. I have since had a continent urostomy and to pass urine catheterised through a small abdominal stoma around eight times each day. So how did you feel about having to make ISC part of your daily routine? To be honest, relief. Prior to surgery, passing urine had become increasingly difficult and that made leaving home especially stressful. Being able to self-catheterise helped lessen that anxiety a bit. I was nursing at the time, so already having experience of catheterising made the procedure a bit less daunting for me. So, although everyone's individual reasons for having to self-catheterise may be different, what do you think are the main challenges that someone new to this procedure may face? I think people tend to worry that they'll find it painful or too difficult to do initially. At present, due to COVID, many people are unable to see their urology nurse in person, Instead, they're having telephone or online appointments and they're learning to self-catheterise at home. It can be very much trial and error as to what works best for each individual. And can you tell us about the work you now do to help other patients who are starting out on this journey? I'm a volunteer coordinator for Bladder Health UK and arrange support group meetings for Scottish members. I'm also available online or via the phone to offer help and advice to any members struggling with the procedure. And why did you feel it was so important to get involved in raising awareness around this ISC? I think the need to intermittently self-catheterise is more common than most of us realise, but it's not a subject that's discussed openly. The usual support available to patients via the NHS remains limited in some areas due to COVID, Often bladder problems can be very isolating, so to know or to be able to speak to others in the same situation 
can help provide support and reassurance. And can you give some hints and tips to patients for those days when things may not be going quite as well as planned? I'd advise people to give themselves plenty of time and ensure they won't be disturbed when catheterising. Finding the position that's easiest and most comfortable when newly catheterising is essential. The use of a mirror is also really helpful in identifying the urethra before trying to insert a catheter. For anyone struggling to catheterise, I'd suggest taking a break and trying to relax a bit before re-attempting it. For female patients who are having difficulty, lying on top of your bed and using a mirror can help, especially when first starting out. For anyone struggling with the type or size of catheter they've been prescribed, I'd encourage them to contact their urology or continence nurse for advice in the first instance. And where else, Anne, can someone who's struggling or starting out with ISC go for support? There are charity-run support groups such as Bladder Health UK who have a website and Facebook support groups which can be really useful. This provides peer support to as many members already intermittently self-catheterise. There's also a telephone helpline which allows members to speak to a specialist nurse if required. Thanks so much Kevin and Anne. Again, some really useful information there. So we hope this podcast has been helpful for you in giving you some support and tips on living with ISC. As Anne mentioned earlier, if you do need further information or need to speak to someone about your own ISC journey, additional support is available from the Bladder Health UK website at www.bladderhealthuk.org. If you'd like to find out more about the Clinimed Quran range, which includes both gel and hydrophilic catheters, you can contact Clinimed on this number 0808 301 9379. You can also email info at clinimed.co.uk or simply visit the Clinimed website at www.clinimed.co.uk. Thanks so much for listening, and to our guests today, Kevin Hales and Anne Cameron. This has been a Fresh Air production produced by Paul Russell.